Sony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here in Saskatchewan. Today's date is December 23rd, 2021, and this is another Canadian Common Sense rant. So here we are, two days before Christmas. Hopefully, wherever you are out there in Canadian Common Sense land, and we do have listeners all over the world, so thank you all for joining in. Wherever you are listening from, Merry Christmas to yourselves and your family. So what's on my mind today? Well, we had shared a post on our Canadian Common Sense Facebook page about a request for proposals put out by the Public Health Agency of Canada, and that is on the buyandsell.gc.ca page. And that was a page that Lewis and I didn't know existed until a year and a half ago or so when the government was on that buy and sell page looking for proposals for COVID camps. Uh, you'll remember that we had done on one of our shows, a, just had a discussion that the Manitoba Métis Federation actually was bidding to provide COVID camps in Manitoba and had actually repurposed the former girls penitentiary as a COVID camp. Probably not the best optics. Anyway, there were COVID camps actually across the country, but none of them were used. Much like the repurposed hockey arenas and other buildings that were intended to be COVID hospitals to help cope with the big surge that I guess, didn't quite come to fruition. Yeah, having some problems with that one. But I digress. I really have a problem with the Public Health Agency of Canada's latest request on the buy and sell page because they're looking for somebody who is willing to contract out some work on cell phone towers. And they lay it out relatively clearly. You can see the post on our, our Canadian Common Sense Facebook page. And you'll see that they are asking for, well, they, they want someone to track cell phones. And it's, of course, is for our health. They want to track us for our health so they can track the spread of the virus. Because Omicron, after all, is very, very transmissible. What Lewis and I have pointed out, what data is, has pointed out is that sure it's transmissible very much so much more than than previous mutations of the virus but it's so far showing to be not much worse than the common cold which means as lewis pointed out we are at the beginning of the end and if you get to the point where the virus is suddenly a nothing burger well Maybe then the pandemic is over. Of course, you know that's not what our government wants. They don't want this to be over because they love the control they've had for the past two years. I mean, we're into week 90 of two weeks to flatten the curve, by the way, for those of you who are keeping track. Yes, week 90 of two weeks to flatten the curve. And... Quebec has now said, nope, nope, keep them gathering small. We might have to go into lockdowns again. We might have to do curfews again. And, as I just read today, we might have to make 
mandatory vaccinations the law in Quebec. Hmm. Still think it's about a virus? Well, I guess maybe it is if they're talking about mandatory vaccinations, but I think it's more about control. On that topic of control, as if it's not enough to be tracking our cell phones and where we're going to you know, manage the spread of the virus and track the spread of the virus, that just makes me actually want to turn off my cell phone when I leave the house. And oddly enough, I was actually making fun of a friend of mine in the United States because he does that. He only turns his cell phone on when he wants to use it. He doesn't turn it on when he leaves the house and when he's out driving because he doesn't want anybody to know where he is. And suddenly I'm thinking, wow, I'm here I thought he was a nut job and maybe he's right. All right, now let's talk about mandate letters. Now remember in our last episode, and I apologize again for the audio, I'm not certain if it was just our connection that was, was wonky. But anyway, we were talking about the cabinet minister's mandate letters. One that we did not get to on the show was Pablo Rodriguez, who is the new heritage minister. Well, in his mandates, unfortunately, the wording is actually exactly the same as it was when Steve Gilbo was heritage minister. Pablo Rodriguez has been told that he needs to bring back, well, three specific pieces of legislation. Now, the wording was the same as the preamble in the bills that Steve Gilbo had, had proposed, which died in the order paper, thankfully, in the last parliament, and one died in the Senate. But you may have guessed it already. Bill C-10 and C-36 are coming back. Yep, those are the censorship bills, the internet control bill. So basically what Pablo Rodriguez has been given as a mandate is make certain you get out there and crush free speech Make certain you censor the internet. Make certain that you can, well, cancel anybody whose speech we find offensive. And the third piece of legislation was one that Steve Gilbo did not get going, and that was the online harms bill. But that's also in Pablo Rodriguez's mandate letter. So shut down those people on the internet who say things that you don't agree with. Censor social media companies and the the quote-unquote web giants. And then the online harms bill. Now remember, Lewis and I talked about the online harms bill quite some time ago now. And that was the bill where if I am, example, concerned that you might say something that could offend me in the future... I can take out a peace bond on you and you might be forced to stay home. You might actually have to have an ankle bracelet. You might have police come to your home and take away any firearms that you might have. And there was more to it. There was much more to it. Cell phone tracking. Oh, wait a minute. That's what PHAC, Public Health Agency, wants to do. That's what their request for proposals is about. Hmm. Maybe it's not about a virus after all. Maybe it's just one more way to keep an eye on what you're doing. But yes, anyway, that was what Lewis and I discussed with with the peace bond. That's the online harms bill. It is your, not even your right, it is your desire not to be offended bill being pandered to by, well, an increasingly authoritarian government who does not give two 
pieces of crap about your rights. And we do. But unfortunately, if whatever the, the bills are, are numbered this next time around, if the new iterations of C-10 and C-36 make their way through Parliament and the Senate and get royal assent, and then whatever the online harms bill is makes its way through, well, shows like ours are finished. And it's not just shows like ours. I mean, it's going to be news outlets like True North or Western Standard or Post Millennial, sites that news organizations, I should say, that don't take any of the the bribes from the federal government, which is yours and my tax money, by the way. All of those outlets will be accused of, well, hateful content, offensive content, online harm. And soon the only messaging you will hear will be from the government-approved broadcasters, which is 95% of the media outlets out there right now. And this is scary stuff, because the Facebooks and Twitters of the world, of course, are going to be subject to multi-million dollar fines if there's going, if any disagreeable or slash, quote, hate speech shows up on one of their platforms and a government bureaucrat happens to see it and says, hey, you got 24 hours to take that down or you're facing a fine. You think that Facebook is going to stand up for you? Or are they just going to make certain you don't exist because they don't want a big fine that they would not pay anyway? Yeah, they're going to take you down. And they're going to take us down. And they're going to take down anybody who the government says they don't like. Which will be, well, any commentary from opposition parties who choose not to agree with them. Not that that happens a lot anymore. But it's going to get very scary out there, Canada, if indeed Mr. Rodriguez gets on it and gets out of the new C-10 and C-36. Now, in its form before the, you know, the, the last parliament ended, C-10 is a bill that our show could have survived because C-10 was only going after those evil capitalists who make money on the internet. Well... That's not us. We provide this show for nothing. We don't sell advertising. We don't solicit donations. So we make nothing from this show. So we could have survived C-10. C-36, however, that's the hate speech. That's the how dare you criticize Lord Trudeau. You're out of here. And, well, we'll count the days until we do get booted off the interweb if the new C-36 does come around. And the online harms, it's quite likely that Lewis and I will run for the hills as soon as that law is passed, should that one, should that bill come to fruition. And that's scary, because not that shows like ours are really considered to be media. I mean, I guess we are an online media, but we're not, Lewis and I would not consider ourselves to be journalists, but journalists in the media are kind of supposed to be there to keep governments in check. And I know that's what the official opposition is for, but we don't have one of those. We just have red Trudeau and blue Trudeau and orange Trudeau, who just happens to be a little more left than the red Trudeau. So there's no such thing as opposition right now, as far as the parliament itself is concerned. And that's where the media is supposed to come in. Instead, 
they're pulling your tax dollars into their pockets and just parroting whatever liberal talking points are out there. So, better start watching over your shoulder, Canada, because it's going to get a heck of a lot worse out there if, well, one, the Public Health Agency of Canada finds a successful bidder for their their cell phone tracking and couple that with a new C-10 and C-36 to clamp down on free speech, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. But that's a lot to, to chew on, Canada, and I know we're only two days before Christmas, so on behalf of myself, my wife, and our small army of cats, I want to wish all of you out there, all of our listeners, a very Merry Christmas, and we will talk to you very soon.